0: I read over your most recent blog, I believe it was before we jumped on today, not five minutes ago. Well, that's impossible. Um, but I did, I did read over it <laughs> and I, I pulled a phrase out of there that I wanted you to kind of, if you're comfortable with expanding on. So let me read, just read it to you briefly and see if you have, I think it's something that will help a lot of people. So I want us to talk about it a little bit more. Um, okay. uh, let's see. Can you speak more on the subject of asking God in private to forgive you and then publicly claiming the wrongs you're asking forgiveness for never happened? And I think you already spoke to that a little bit. Um, I love that you went there with your blog. Uh, I want to help others make more sense of what you're getting at with that. That wasn't cryptic at all, at all. That made perfect sense. But maybe if you could, and I think you've already expanded on that a little bit, but just expand on that a little bit more and kind of give us your heart and your mind and where you're coming from with that.
1: So my thought process is kind of, I don't see how it would be. So in order to ask someone for forgiveness, whether it's a person or ask God for forgiveness, there needs to be a certain level of repentance and remorse. And I think that, so I looked up the definition of remorse and it was, um, deep regret or guilt for a wrongdoing. So, in order to ask for forgiveness and have remorse there would have to be that acknowledgement that you did something wrong mm-hmm. so how are you going to for the people that have said like you don't know his heart, he may have asked right. god for forgiveness then why is he still denying it to other people Yes, you that means that that level of remorse or regret and acknowledgement is not there mm-hmm. also i feel like when asking someone for forgiveness if i've wronged you and i ask you for forgiveness there's sometimes consequences to what you do yes and in this situation there are consequences to what he did legally so if i'm going to truly be humble and be like stuart like i'm so sorry i did such and such to offend you i need to be prepared to face the consequences of what i've done whether that's ending our friendship or or whatever When you do something and in order to ask for forgiveness i think that there would be a completely different attitude that he would be showing yeah he would be admitting to it Mm -hmm. he would be trying to write it and even if it's not even if it's a pride thing which you can't be humble and proud at the same time (laughs) but even if it was like a pride thing and i don't want to publicly say yes i had a sexual relationship with a minor right he could reach out to me he could reach out Mm -hmm. to the police he could reach out to my investigator Mm -hmm. and start to face the consequences like you don't need to even though i think he should shout from the mountaintops yes i did this if you can make a public video lying saying that you didn't do it then you should be making a public video saying yes i did do it absolutely but even if you don't have the guts to do that there are other ways that he could be writing this wrong. Yeah. So no, I don't think that he has asked for forgiveness. And that was another thing that really rubbed me the wrong way when I read his post about the one year thing and right. him saying that he got through it because the comforter was there with him. Ugh. How can you blame this level of spirituality and communication with God when you know what's there like you know that there's this massive elephant in the room that you're not addressing so how can you be right with god in this one area when you're denying something else and not making it right like we're supposed to confess all of our sins and mm-hmm. make them right not just the ones that are convenient <laughs> so i don't think that he has asked for forgiveness he surely hasn't asked for forgiveness for me which I'm not holding my breath cause that'll never happen. Right. But, um, no, I don't, for those people that are saying you don't know his heart, you don't know. No, he would have been handling it differently in other areas if there was that true level of remorse and regret and wanting to write a wrong. So.
0: Yeah, And let's be real. This guy is no stranger to posting videos on the internet so if you really want to share your heart like there i'm sure he has said more than once i want to share my heart and that is on the internet somewhere so if you're really trying to share your heart and you're really trying to get to the bottom of things hey look you took the video off that where you said you weren't guilty so it's okay to put one up that says you are guilty because the other one doesn't exist anymore you can always do that shit. right so and again yep. what you're saying and what i'm hearing is there's just no there's no follow-up on the wrongdoing itself and there's no contrition, like. I'm not saying he has to make obeisance or a big show of anything, but like the fact that there's zero contrition and we keep, I wouldn't say keep, but on a consistent basis, I'm seeing videos of him pushing, you know, this book from Berean publications or whatever. And now we have a college we're starting. And there's just, it's just full steam ahead from this guy. When in reality, what yeah. we're looking for is you to be true and have show us some contrition in regards to, and again, what you're saying is amazing. Like you're not even asking for an admission of guilt. You're just saying, can you say you're sorry that you, that you fucked up, that you just can't do it?
1: Right. And I think that at that point, I mean, if there's one thing that I want from this more than anything, like if he never sees a day in jail, I'm gonna have to get over that and whatever. But if there's one thing that, if I could have my way, like if you ask me like, what do you want from this? Well, I want you away from children. And I want you away from women all the time. And I get like, okay, there's women in the world. You're going to be around them. But like in that level of, um, authority over them. Mm -hmm. And I want him to have to register because there should be a flag on your name. And that's one thing that if you were asking for forgiveness and you were facing the consequences, that is one of them that you should have to register as a sex offender. You did something illegal. There are consequences that you need to now face. End of story. So, yeah, <laughs> that's just frustrating.
0: End of story is is right, and also I'll I'll say this, um, uh, the in in prison and men's prison there are no women, so there's that. But um, <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Um, I did just have someone ask me to watch my language, so I will apologize for that. It's a, it's a habit. I'm trying to be nice <laughs> one, but I did announce earlier that it's going to happen. We get spirited on here, guys. Um, so speaking to, you know, we're talking about as far as the subject, um, that, that we just brought up that you were talking about, is there anything more on that that you want to say? Again, the last thing I want to do is cut you off from anything, any points you want to make? No,
1: I think, I think that's basically it. Basically, okay. un, until he faces the consequences that he's not, he's not truly repentive or asking for forgiveness from anyone.
0: Yeah. So. I saw something the other day, and I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It was on social media, and someone posted a. It was uh, my cousin's in here. What's up, Mike? Um, uh, someone posted something about a um, a man. Yeah, he, he was carrying a some kind of protest sign. Something about women, not necessarily that they were asking for it, kind of thing. But it was it was something ridiculous like that. As far as like he was, you know whether, I don't know if it was rape victims or what the case was exactly, but the point that he was making was that, you know, you could dress different or act different and it would cause this to happen less. And, and I know that's not funny, but what I'm going to get to is funny. I promise. What happened to him was a woman assaulted him with a baseball bat. And the comments on that post were hilarious because a bunch of women commented like, well, what was he wearing when it happened? Or he must've been asking for it. (laughs) And I know I'm probably being a little too jovial, but the, what I but it's to, true. It is true, and what I wanted to get to with that was, because because of what has happened to you, and because of the subject matter that we're talking about here, uh, I'd like to address the whole again asking for rhetoric, and how just ridiculous that is. I I believe it's still widely taught in IFB circles that you know the way you dress, the way you act is also not also, but is a big part of how you're treated as a woman because your slit was too long or your shirt was, uh, your shirt, your skirt was too short, your neckline plunged too much. And so look, that's just, what's going to happen to you again. That is not me. That's the IFB. I want to make that very clear here, but it, would you, would you take a moment to speak to just how ridiculous that is and how in if I remember correctly, in the instance of what happened to you, that's not even applicable because you were absolutely adhering to all the ridiculous dress codes that were enforced on you.
1: So that's what totally frustrates me. Just even the other day, I had a woman say, well, she shouldn't have naked pictures on her Facebook. Well, sorry, first of all,
0: I have to interrupt you. What pictures
1: naked, pictures.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, it's not allowed yeah. on Facebook people. Just so you know, <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would that would you get you in facebook jail um so and that's what i said i'm like what naked pictures are we talking to talking about but the thing that i i guess i'm assuming she was referring to is i was a fitness coach coach last year yeah. and i lost weight after having my son I still, and I, I joined your group hostess. that's
0: a mistake Clearly, <laughs> sorry go
1: ahead um and i posted pictures in you know sports bra and shorts or like bikini type stuff mm-hmm. um and i get to the way that i was raised that's like a no no but then let me say this on the the other thing first of all there's going to be so many things i'm just going to go all over the place but For it. Okay. first of all you cannot compare 30 year old sarah posting on facebook mm-hmm. fitness pictures to 16 year old sarah but that's not who i was then i was very in following all of the rules i was wearing the shirts that don't come more than three fingers below the indent in your neck (laughs) i was the skirt had to be two inches below your knee at least or or if the skirt was longer the slit could only come up that high and i can tell you the comments that he would tell me when I was in those clothes were just as bad as me posting in a bikini. I can tell you I haven't gotten anything inappropriate on Facebook wow. when I'm posting a side-by-side of fitness mm-hmm. compared to what I was getting from him when I'm wearing skirts to the floor wow. and turtlenecks. Right, right. So no dress has nothing to do with it. Yes. I, I truly don't think so. Thank you. And I think that obviously, we're all human and i think that we almost expect men in the baptist faith and other faiths Mm -hmm. too but that's the only one i can speak for to not be like let's say you're married you are not to be attracted to other women why not you can be attracted to another woman that's normal but have boundaries and Mm -hmm. Mm self-control I'm going to be attracted to other men other than my husband, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go jump their bones. (laughs) Like, there's a level of self-control. So if I were, let's say I would have shown up to the church in a bikini, which, by the way, for people who didn't know me back then, did not happen. I dressed extremely modest and followed all the rules. But if I did, that still would not have given Cameron an excuse to do anything that he did. You then are supposed to be above reproach get a female to then handle the situation and let them know when you're here, we don't dress that way or whatever. Like you don't, they always say, don't be a stumbling block. I get that. Yeah. But then that, I am not responsible for his lack of self-control. And I think that is what is so frustrating that you're saying because a man didn't have self-control and they either force themselves on someone or did this situation and you groom and you sexually abuse or whatever, that's not the female's fault for how she possibly dressed.
0: Um, I just think it is utterly ridiculous that there's this kind of, um, this thought process of uh, these men just, they're just wild animals and like what they can't control them. So like, what in the world kind of thought process is that, that men, especially men in leadership pastors, youth pastors, assistant pastors, they just, when they see a woman with not enough with showing with more than three fingers or with the slit too high, like, Oh my God, they can't control themselves. That's utterly ridiculous. That that's okay. First of all, it's utterly utterly ridiculous. Apparently that's hard to say all of a sudden it's utterly ridiculous, (laughs) but also it's either utterly ridiculous or if it's not ridiculous, you need to be in a straitjacket as, as a human being. If that's something that, that's what you go to jail for. That's what you go to an insane asylum for. If you cannot control yourself because someone is showing more skin than you're accustomed to from your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend, whatever, then you, you need to be locked up. That's a problem.
1: Right. Yeah. And I don't think that, I mean, even if, if, like I said, if that were to happen and like for the people that. That do believe in that level of modesty. Okay, I understand. But at the same time, look what happened even with that level of modesty. Right. So please tell me how dress affects it. And I I'm not saying like for the people that you know want to be that modest, oh, well, you should go out and wear a bikini. If you don't want to, you don't need to. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that level of modesty is not going to keep away the predators. Mm -hmm. If someone wants past those clothes or past a barrier or whatever, they're gonna do it yep. regardless of what you're wearing. So let's stop blaming the women that it's their fault because, and I get like roles can be reversed too. I'm not sure. like totally sexist, Yes. but let's not blame the person that it's happening to because they may have had five fingers showing. <laughs> right. Like that's just, it's just ridiculous to me. Like he, he could have had self-control. He was the adult in the situation. He was the person in authority. Mm-hmm. It should have it should have never gotten to that point. So for people to say that because now twelve years later I posted a fitness picture <laughs> that somehow it uses his actions is disgusting. Mm-hmm. And it just made me real angry.
0: Well, it's ludicrous. It's 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 unreal that they would try to Uh, Kind of marry the two as one and make it like oh well now she's doing this so that makes it retroactive number one It's not logical at all because again what you're posting are before and after pictures to show the work that you've done And what you've accomplished that's a whole nother that's (laughs) As far as genres go that's completely different from the other things that these people are clearly looking for on the internet Um, so I just find it ludicrous at very at very 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 best it's just just plain ludicrous um something that's been used uh and i'd like to just briefly touch on it or take more time with it if we want did you have more to say on that though again i'm not trying to cut you short on that subject sarah
1: uh, nothing other than the people who are bringing that up and almost acting like i'm just as bad as cameron because i post that if you don't like that or that somehow offends you there's a button on facebook that says unfriend or even unfollow my goal in life like i am a very like I don't like upsetting people or offending people or whatever. Same. But at the same time, I'm no longer living my life at someone else's guidelines. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like that I post something like that, or if it offends you, just hit that button.
0: <laughs> There's the <Yeah>. door. <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. Sorry, not sorry.
0: Yeah, good. Good for you. <laughs> Again, yeah. I find it. I find it ridiculous that people like to, and I get it. We. I don't know. I shouldn't say we. I get in Facebook fights often. It's a very common thing because um, I can't keep my mouth shut. It's just too easy. But <laughs> but when you get into that kind of a verbal altercation, if you will, online, a lot of people like to go to your profile and then like to pull out like, oh well, you're. Well, I don't know. You probably didn't see, it, but I posted something the other day about um, it was these two dogs that were fighting, uh, and Aussie Man Reviews put some audio to it, and he was, you know, they were, It was hilarious full of cursing so whoever was upset by that please don't watch it you won't like it I'm not trying to be silly but it's just true you won't but like it's so funny to see how when you get in this kind of you could have a civilized um conversation on Facebook and make it an argument and still be civilized but some people want to go to your profile and and point out well you wore this you oh your profile picture looks stupid or whatever like oh you can't You know, you can't spell, you can't, whatever. I just, I try to shy away from those tactics because I feel like they're silly, but I know that you have run into, if you'd be willing to speak to it, people that want to say, and I don't think there's any pictures of you smoking, so I don't know why I put that in my notes, but like smoking, drinking, um, lack of maybe culottes and uh, turtlenecks they're seeing on your profile. And somehow that's, (coughs) excuse me, a problem for them. Um, I just, I, I find it really funny that people that people think that it's okay like that that discredits you. cursing, drinking, and your apparel somehow discredits what you have to say because that is the lifestyle that you've chosen. It doesn't match up with right. their lifestyle. so now they need to tell you that well, you're not really credible. And I've had it happen on the podcast. I actually had John Jenkins, watch, watched an episode of the podcast because he was all over it. Uh, he's from, uh, Grace Baptist, uh, college and church in Gaylord, Michigan. And, uh, he basically discredited my podcast because I cursed it. And I just, again, I find it really funny and I'd, I'd like you just to, I don't know if you want to speak to that briefly as yeah. what you've encountered with people coming across your profile, seeing something that somehow rubs in the wrong way. Therefore that discredits you and, how how that makes you? What do you think about that? How does it make you feel?
1: So the first thing that comes to mind is there is a difference between sin and illegal. So, Ooh, I like that. I yeah. I drink. I wear pants. Sure. I have used language on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, like when I first came forward, and Tom Neal wrote the article about me and said that my facebook is horrendous and i've done (laughs) things and blah 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 can you find something on my facebook (laughs) right can you find something on my facebook that i did illegal there is a huge difference yes yes i did something that does not line up with your beliefs that does not mean that it is okay or an excuse or somehow balances out cameron having a sexual relationship with a minor These are completely different things yep. so me drinking above 21 is legal yep. to 90 percent of the world it is okay mm-hmm. and i understand if you don't agree with it or you don't want to drink or whatever that's fine yeah. but i do yeah. and that does not mean that i'm breaking the law mm-hmm. so there is it's just it might be breaking a baptist law to drink or wear pants or whatever, but you gotta know, you have to be able to still separate that just because you're going to my Facebook and you are pooling for something to make me look like this horrible person <laughs> that still does not excuse his actions and being a pedophile. Yeah, so you, <laughs> you can be mad at me for all of those things and that is fine, but that is me. And again, I'm not going to apologize for living my life no. or the way that I'm doing. It's just I'm not letting somebody else tell me how to live. So, and the fact that I mean even with the comment the the naked pictures. First of all, you had to scroll had because to I'm 6 months pregnant. <laughs> so, it's been a while since I've been showing my belly. Right. So, you were really pulling for something mm. to try and make it look okay. Like, yeah. let's not try and just because I sin does not automatically automatically make everything that comes out of my mouth a lie. Exactly.
0: You're on the money. It's, it's funny to me that they try to <sighs> rationalize and equalize what, what has happened in your life and make it like, well, again, the whole asking for a thing, but also, you know, well, you're, you know um carmen sorry i had to read it carmen says he owns shorts slightly above the knee so i mean you (laughs) fell in a handbasket man i there's nothing i could do for you i wish i wish i could help you but the lord sees fit (laughs) (laughs) okay um but i just i think again ludicrous is the word that keeps coming to mind and not the rapper about the fact that people are looking for they're they're just looking so hard to find something wrong with you so they can discredit you and that really is the ifb way. If you if we go back and we look back at growing up um in that religion, in that cult, um, you know, going to college, being involved with it for so long, like anytime you can find, you know, a a news source or whatever, you can find some way to discredit them, it kinda makes you a big deal in the IFB because you're able to Jack Hiles, Jack Scott, whoever, to be able to throw Mm -hmm. them out. In fact there's a there's a clip, I don't have it on me, but there's a clip of Jack Scott talking about a local i think it was him and news station reaching out to him to you know just ask him some questions and he just lamblasted them they asked him a real basic question and he just again lamb blasted them is the best word i can use without cursing and it's it's just again i find it really really hilarious that the best way to discredit someone is not through a legitimate avenue but it's rather through well they have this picture or they said this word or and i'm not trying to be mean to the person who called me out for cursing it's all good and well but like they said this word they had this picture they drank this alcohol and so therefore nothing they said is true well, that's not just that's just not how the world works i'm sorry but it's
1: not right yeah So no i agree and i just i since the very beginning of coming forward and whatever i am the first one to tell you i will be as transparent as possible yeah i will i have nothing to hide Mm -hmm. i do things wrong i am far from perfect we're all flawed but that's not the same as being a pedophile there you can't they're on completely different levels and i'm sorry you can't compare the two so if you're looking for things that i do wrong i will write you a list (laughs)
0: but
1: that is not one of them (laughs) no offense (laughs) So I just it just floors me that people are so they're just trying so hard to like find something yeah I do things wrong so does everybody and that's what I said in that thing the other day you find me the most godly perfect person Mother Teresa did things wrong yeah we're human yeah but that doesn't excuse something that he did so if that's gonna be your argument when I'm talking to you about Cameron and what he did well, then don't waste your breath and don't talk to me because that should have nothing to do with the conversation.
0: Yeah. And that that kind of brings us back to what you said initially, which was sin and illegalities are not, I think the right term is mutually exclusive. That They're not the same. So you may have these legalistic standards that say that, you know, you should wear culottes above the knee, but no police officer is going to pull you over for that. You might have some exactly. standards that say you shouldn't you know drink alcohol in your backyard but no no cop unless you're drunk and disorderly is going to roll up on your front lawn and be like hey you can't do that like, no like that's there's a big difference right. i like what you're saying as far as the you use the word wrong a few times while someone might think something's wrong that doesn't classify it as illegal and so that's where you have right to, you got to learn i know i know it's hard either being in or coming from the IFB to draw that line of what's wrong and what's illegal, but it's just, they're not one and the same. It's just not the case. Right. Yeah. So,
1: so I just um, feel like that fight that they're trying to fight is null and void. Like you're just wasting yeah. your time because I never said last year, I am this perfect <laughs> angel and he is this horrible individual. No, I am, I do things that don't line up with people's beliefs. I'm not perfect. But he did something illegal, and he needs to pay for it.
0: Yeah, that's the long and short of it.
1: Completely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um, I do want to talk about. There's another thing I want to get, and again, don't want to cut you off. Don't want to cut you short on anything. Right. There more that you wanted to say on that subject. Um, You're good. I wanted to read something because um, I'm going to mispronounce the name. Uh, Devaney, I think, said Charles Spurgeon. Said too. to Charles, I think, was famous for cigars. So props to Charles Spurgeon for that. Um, let me, I wanna pull some, okay, so I said, I love that you mentioned um, that the two of you aren't serving the same God. And I'd like to speak to that more as it's something that I feel I've personally experienced myself. And that's. And I know that's a, probably a, a long conversation and I'm not trying to cut it short, take as long as you want. can you speak to that i have some things i'd like to say but you'll probably say them before me and be more powerful coming from you so i want to hear what you had to say as far as you know you the two of you are not serving the same god can you expand on that a little bit as well
1: so something with that the, the reason that i kind of said that is when we talk about like fearing god and you have this level of fear for God or for people that don't believe in it like whatever it is you believe in most people have a fear of a higher power yes so I say you know I do fear God and I think when if we're claiming Cameron and I are claiming to fear the same God and he was my pastor and he preached these things and you're taught to fear God well I think he would be acting differently if he feared the same God that I do, because I still believe that and to each their own for whoever's listening. But I still believe that there's going to be a day that we answer for the things that we've done and whether, you know, in this life or the next. But there is a day that you're going to have to answer for things that you've done and wrongs that you've done and people that you've hurt or whatever. Yes. So if we're claiming to fear the same God and I'm to believe everything that he preached that he believes it too well then why are you still choosing consciously every single day to wake up and live a lie Yeah, you obviously don't fear him because you would be scared out of your mind Mm -hmm. of what like my fear of hiding it and keeping it quiet and unhappy to someone else far outweighs it's hard for me I don't like it's hard for me to kind of like sure. put into words what I'm thinking but basically I just don't think that we can both claim to have the same respect and love the same God and fear the same God if we are acting completely differently there would be so many different actions on his part if that were true because that should outweigh his fear of losing his pride or becoming humble or facing consequences. That should be so much stronger than all of those things. And actions for the last year are showing completely opposite. So it's just hard to, it's hard to comprehend this person that you, we're being preached to for so many years and all these different messages and stuff. And they're literally going against what they preach to you. Right. And that's kind of like I said earlier, when I started like slowly getting away from the church mm-hmm. is because you're preaching on adultery. You had an affair. Yeah. You're preaching on pornography. You did X, Y, Z. Right. So it's just, I don't, it's almost like he's, like not worshiping himself but like his love of himself outweighs his love of what he claims to believe Mm -hmm. if that makes sense no
0: that makes perfect sense so like he's the ideologies that he preaches and the the scripture that he uses on a consistent basis he's not necessarily i wouldn't say not necessarily that's the wrong term but he's he's not really going by that again highly hypocritical He's going by what serves his best interests instead of, you know, hey, th- this is what God says. so This is the way it should be that that's not where he's at. That's not actually what he's doing. So I, I, I feel you there as far as the, the kind of um, same God conversation conversation for me uh, personally, and again, not on the same scale, but personally dealing with seeing what, I, I absolutely worship Jack Scott. I thought he was amazing. I thought he was the man. Um, I wanted my ties to be like him. I even bought a a little rack to put in the back of my car to hang my suit jacket on just like he did. I found the thing. Yeah. I wanted to be just like him. And so um, finding out that he was the criminal that he was kind of that, that definitely um, opened up my eyes to say something again, I'm not trying to compare too much, but something similar as far as how can we, how can we, you know, when, when it all happened, and I was actually out here in California, when it happened, like, how can we both be serving the same God? How is that even possible? I'm not putting, I'm not, I'm no angel. I'm not, perfect. I'm sat here and drank whiskey, and, well, I don't wear short shorts like Carmen does, but I, I'm not a, perfect, <laughs> not a perfect person, but how can we, how can I look at this man and say, well, we, we serve the same God, but clearly he doesn't care about the consequences of his sin, and, like, that's really the only way to, equate it is i care about the consequences of my sin but he doesn't and we serve the same god that's the only way to make it make any sense and i couldn't make sense of it and that was the reason for my departure but like i i'm with you on what you're saying as far as like it's just it doesn't add up that we could how could we possibly serve the same god and not to put myself yourself anyone on a pedestal but these men have put themselves on incredibly high pedestals and we're being you know just kind of under the we're under the wheel with them like we're just being mowed over by them they do what they want we do what we think we're supposed to do and then we when we look back or when the light clicks on we realize oh there's just no way it's the same god it's just not possible i don't see how right so
1: and i i totally i 100 believe that like it's just like i said in the thing i think the difference between because obviously again we all do stuff wrong but like i said i think the difference between cameron and i is i do things wrong and i am willing to be the first one to say yes i do things that don't line up with whatever where he is look at me look at me look at me i'm this great person and not willing to admit the the elephant in the room so how how can we take you seriously when you're preaching these things or doing these things? And now you're going to be the president of a Bible college and we're supposed to listen to you and you're an authority figure, but yet you won't, you won't admit to something that is illegal, immoral, disgusting. Mm -hmm. So I, I just don't, it's just one of those things that are so hard to comprehend. Like we've listened to this person, just like Jack Scott. You've listened to this person for so many years, you've almost idolized them and then they do this stuff and you're like everything like was my whole life a lie type thing yeah. like right so you start yeah. to question everything so
0: because how can
1: you believe that they're serving the same god and have the same values when you're seeing their secret life
0: yes exactly
1: mind-boggling
0: is there anything you want to kind of close with or anything that uh not necessarily resolution because i don't think we're there yet with what's what's going on but anything that you Want to say or make sure people are aware of or just something moving forward to kind of hang on to
1: um i guess just a couple like general things i know that 99 percent of the people who have now heard about this situation don't know me personally yes. but if there's one thing that i could hope to portray to people is i'm not a vindictive person I'm not a bitter person. I was close to the Giovanelli's. There's nothing that they did that I'm trying to backstab them for. And let's say that I was one of those things. Why would I wait 11 years to do it? Why would I not do it right Mm then? Um, Or the fact that they do call me Potiphar's wife. So let's say that was the case and I was chasing Cameron and he denied me. If that hurt my feelings or offended me, why would I wait 11 years when I'm married and have a child to be like, hey, now I'm going to make up this crazy lie about him. No sense. What would I be getting from that? I'm not suing him. I'm not trying to right. get money from him. I'm just trying to protect someone from this happening to them. So if there's one thing that I could portray, yes, I am far from perfect, but I'm not vindictive and I'm not bitter and trying to hurt someone. So it's just a matter of there's right and wrong in the world, regardless of what your religion is. Um, and I'm trying to do the right thing. I couldn't, I can't go back and protect my child self from things that mm-hmm. happened. But now as an adult, I can do everything in my power to protect a child from it happening. Nice. Um, so that kind of goes along with, you know, as a parent now, if there's one thing that I could stress is the communication thing that we touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of and wanting to thank the people that don't know me that have taken my word for it really and believed in me and stood by me and backed me because if it wasn't for the community that and the support that i have received it far outweighs the nastiness so it makes those pills easier to swallow um so i can I can promise you I'm not doing this for the wrong reasons. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm just trying to do what's right. And for those that still don't agree with that, well then you're just going to have to stick along for the ride because I'm not going anywhere.
0: I want to read this to you from John Bannister. Um, he said, thank you for coming forward. Your stand has helped me be a better father to my daughters. They know your story and you're an inspiration to them. So I don't know if you'll read this later or whatever, but I wanted you to hear that from John Bannister. That's, That's a beautiful thing to say. Um, yeah now we're gonna be get all we're gonna be getting is like i don't think we're getting any questions they're just gonna tell you how great you are and they're all right
1: and i do want to add one thing yes, so please. i know that everybody has you know are gonna have their own opinions and stuff and sure. i do want to throw out there that what happened to me and the church that i happened at is not it's not calvary's fault it's not the members fault it was cameron as a person it was not calvary baptist church that as a whole did this illegal thing so i don't want people to hate on the church because that church now like even visiting is a completely different atmosphere and there's cameras literally everywhere and there's things that you have to do to get certain places so they've taken the precaution or they're taking precautions to try and make a change and i think that is huge and you know for even people that may not like pastor shiflett i can tell you that my interaction with pastor shiflett is this man was a complete stranger to me yeah. picked up the phone and listened to me and immediately helped me take a stand and standing up to some of these bullies that are yeah. you know being nasty so i don't want it to be that to come across that i am You know complete anti-baptist there's still good baptists in the world i am complete anti-calvary baptist church that is far from the truth that i am you know that i hate on those people this is this is cameron as a person so i just don't want that to come across that it's the church's fault or the members fault it's i just want to make sure that that all stays separate like if you don't like pastor shiflip or something else and that's you know someone's opinion yeah but in this situation they're separate
0: yeah well and i appreciate that like that means a lot i I can imagine how much it meant to you in the moment when you're dealing like you said with all the bullies and people that don't want to hear what you have to say people that are again sweeping things under the rug as the ifb does for you to go to a pastor of of an i believe am i correct that's an independent fundamental baptist church and i'm not saying that in a angry or, or 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 demeaning way. Like, that's an independent fundamental of Church. Sure. So for you to find support there, I can't really imagine how that made you feel. It had to be in a beautiful moment. But, and I
1: see the comment, are they background checking or federally fingerprinting? I'm not sure. I know that, so the thing is, is Pastor Sheffield has been very open. He just wrote that book, um, mm-hmm. Wolves Among Lambs," and oh. he was very open. He's been um, sexually abused twice. Yes. So I know that he is trying and his hardest, at least from conversations that I've had, he's yeah. seems very transparent in the fact that he will literally do whatever he can to keep this from happening to someone under his watch. So I can't speak for, I don't know, like all of the things. I just know that there are cameras everywhere, like things that could have prevented my situation back. in right. the day. So that was encouraging to see.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Someone did ask your ultimate goal to see Cameron go to jail. Um, so again, if that's something that we want to, a subject we want to broach, leave it alone. That's fine. I'm I'm fine with passing on that. But if you'd like to answer it, feel more, feel free to, if you'd like to.
1: So I don't, I don't think that I have, um, other than I truly feel that he should have to register as a sexual sex offender, because I think that there needs to be a warning attached to his name after you do something, there are consequences. And I feel like that is a huge one. Um, sure. And I wouldn't say, like, my initial thing in coming forward was I wanted him to get out of a position to do this again. That was my main goal. So my goal now isn't like, oh, I hope you rot in jail. Like, I just want him to have to face consequences for doing something illegal. I want him to be prevented from doing something like this again. So it's not a specific He should spend a year in jail. He should spend five years in jail. I don't have like a specific thing like that. I just want it to be made, he to be prevented from being able to do this again as much as humanly possible. So I will keep going until there are some kind of consequences for what he did. And there's some kind of preventative measures taken to where he can't be around children or in a position of authority to have that, Leadership and intimidation over a woman to even have an affair, which I get there's affairs in the world I'm not saying that it only happens in churches, but if we could do whatever we can to take away that power that he felt To hurt these women Mm -hmm. That's my end goal if that makes sense. So no, not necessarily jail just consequences
0: So no, that does make sense So there are some specifics, but there's more of an overarching idea for you of hey I just don't want him to be able to hurt anyone like he hurt me that's kind of the main goal is, am i getting that correctly yeah okay okay but there would be a specific in then the sex offender list which that's more than you know that just makes perfect sense like you're you you have a child and you want protection for your child just like any mother or father would want protection for their own and so yeah that just that just adds up it makes sense i, I agree with that 100 um, percent. because
1: if this if it did come down to we go to court or something and let's say he's unable to like, they're unable to put him in jail. If he does have to register that at least keeps him from being a teacher in a school in the world or yeah. a janitor in a school, like there are certain jobs that that still would restrict him from being put in a position to have easy access to other children. Sure. So.
0: And, and honestly, like that's something that coming from the background that he comes from, let's say he loses his job you know, which I hope for, but highly doubt, unless Greg does too, uh, there in Florida, in Jacksonville, if he loses his job, then something like a school type atmosphere without any legalities involved, if, if he were to not, you know, not have to go to prison or be registered, a school job is actually probably a, an easy choice for him to go into.
1: So someone asking if I have an attorney or if it's just a police investigation. Okay. So right now it's just an open investigation. Okay. Um, once I know for sure what charges will be pressed or like what they're able to, because with there being a statute of limitations and there's so many ins and outs of position of authority and all these things, like there's loopholes and stuff. So once we figure out that, then it will get to the point where like if we go to court, I'm 100% hiring an attorney, Yes. but at this point, there's really not much one can do until the investigation gets to a point where it's then in the, state's attorney's hand and I can get representation. So it just matters really what the next step is. I've spoken to some, but none are, I'm not personally represented yet because we don't have a court date. So that's really as much as I can say about the investigation. part.
0: Well, I want to thank you for being so forthcoming. Like there's a, um, there's a level of transparency that you're giving us that I'm very grateful for. Not just, Not so much for the podcast, all that aside, like just for helping people understand the situation, that it's ongoing, that this isn't. One of the big reasons I wanted to have you on is because we we talked about this, gosh, like so long ago. Um, we're, We're so familiar with this happening where there's a bunch of hullabaloo and a bunch of noise and all of a sudden it kind of dies down and the guy gets away with it. I want people to know this is ongoing. This isn't something that's being swept under the rug. We're here to make noise. You are here to make noise. And that not in a silly way, just you're here to tell people your story. And this isn't going away anytime soon, conviction or not. Right. Sarah, thank you for answering those questions. That that means yeah. the community and the people, just letting them know what's going on and just kind of updating them uh, on this podcast.
1: Um, I totally agree that there shouldn't be a statute of limitations. If someone's a minor, then if, like if you're telling me that I'm not allowed to smoke because I'm not 18 well then why am I allowed to be okay with someone 12 years older than me having a sexual relationship with like if I'm not allowed to make the decision about my body to smoke a cigarette why like I don't that like the age the age of consent thing and the statute of limitations and all of that like that whole thing just really bothers me and i think so many laws need to be changed about that because it doesn't matter if it's 20 years ago someone committed a crime
0: still crying there's still
1: consequences does it it makes it okay because we've waited 20 years we can hide videotapes until it's no longer allowed to be charges be pressed i just i don't i don't agree with that so yeah.
0: good well i thank you for speaking on that uh, a lot of people need to hear that and especially you you know from you that's it's very powerful coming from you um yeah the, I don't know I was talking to someone about someone about that earlier today like I just again i I don't understand every single legality involved but just the idea of a statute of limitations when it comes to any sort of crime I don't mean a parking ticket or something like that I mean something that legitimately hurt someone else what why how I, I, I it's beyond my comprehension uh, Heather wants to know if you want to write if you're going to write a book which I think you should do
1: I would love to so I, I put off therapy for so long and you and I even talked about it when I first came forward and you said like, I don't want to push you, but I would encourage you like talk to someone Yeah. and I put it off for so long and almost two months ago I started it and I can tell you like it completely changed everything. Just being able to talk, talk out something to someone who's not involved in the situation. So number one, therapy is huge. So like if you have anything, like I strongly encourage that. It like does not make you weak. Writing, therapeutic. And I'm the type of person that it is very difficult for me sometimes to get my thoughts into words. And I find that writing it out or typing it out, I'm able to more better compose things. So, yes, once I have an idea and firm answer on where we're going with the investigation, because I want to be able to speak freely in the book um yes i would love to write something and even if you know the proceeds go to like a sexual abuse something like i'm not trying to make money off of anything there was many times that i so badly wanted to tell people and um the i would like start to talk to people without i will i'll say this i never wanted to tell anybody that was directly involved because i was so terrified of what people would like the scarlet letter is like the first thing that comes to mind and i was so terrified that if i came forward somehow i would be it would all be on me and it wouldn't be looked at from this is like totally wrong point of view and now looking back i know that that sounds so dumb but when you're When you're intimidated for all those years so there was many times over the years that i was dying inside to just let it out and talk about it um so and tj pretty much knew from when we first started dating he was like the first person that i was able to really open up to but it was easier because he wasn't directly involved i knew that me telling him was not hurting him but i was able to finally tell someone and i feel like The more that I was able to tell him, the more details and stuff, that also helped give me a level of comfort to be able to tell someone else. And I also was terrified to tell because the fact that my grandparents were so involved, my grandfather was a deacon, my grandmother was the church secretary, they were right there. And I knew that it was going to hurt them, too. So that kind of was always something that went through my mind. But yes, I wanted to tell. But was always just too scared.
0: There are a lot of scenarios in which blackmail comes up with no statute of limitation, i.e. people who have forgiven the offense, suddenly we're not talking about your because that's not the case, um, have a problem. Uh, they see that you have some success and now they want you to have, now they want you uh, and have to figure out how they can blackmail you to kind of get after your success. And I, I know Michael is not coming after because clearly Cameron has not seen a lot of success. He'd want us to think that. Uh, But that's not the case. I just want to read that just so that we have both sides of that. We're not saying that every single statute of limitation anywhere at all ever needs to get thrown out. But when it comes to sex crimes to violent offenders, it just doesn't make sense. And then we're not trying to go against what you're saying, Mike, it makes sense. But just trying to I want to see both sides of there. I'm not saying there's no virtue or value to it. I'm just saying in this instance, it's out the window. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, i'm pretty sure there's nothing that i have to gain from cameron (laughs) like i don't want i and someone asked me when i first came forward like do you want to sue and i was like i don't want his dirty money money." there's nothing that i want from that that's not going to do me any good i would much rather work hard for my money and just see him have to face the consequence for something that he did yeah kind of on this statue of limitations thing um just because i don't have an answer yet but i've through since coming forward i've watched wow. people not be able to do certain things because of statute of limitations mm-hmm. like i think that was your mom's situation. yeah something about statute of limitations yes so if there is anyone that has gone through a similar situation and you've yet to speak up or you know not necessarily even someone watching right now but someone that might watch eventually even though like i said earlier it's an uphill climb and an uphill battle i can promise you that the earlier you speak up the better chance you have of getting someone stopped because there is a chance that statue of limitations may end up screwing me over yeah. i don't know i don't know yet i don't have an answer so that's not me like trying to like sneak something in there that i have an answer i don't but i think i'm kind of like preparing myself in my mind because I've seen so many people screwed over but I just would urge someone find anyone that you are comfortable talking about even if you don't want to tell anyone that you personally know and you just want to sneak to a police station and tell them yeah but because if I wouldn't have come public nobody would know that there's an open investigation yet so like Cameron hasn't doesn't even apparently know that the investigation is still open so talk to someone because there are sadly limitations to stuff and the earlier you speak up the better chance you have of stopping them yeah so which I feel like everyone's main point of coming forward is to try and stop them
0: yeah that's the whole goal here Um, and Janine Jay asked um, where did it go how do you not get triggered going to church or being in that environment?
1: Um, so I do go, I do when I go to Calvary. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the fact of like, like I said, it's a completely different environment and the people are wonderful. And like the first time that I went back, there was literally a line of people trying to hug me. That's awesome. So not in that, like where I feel like they're looking down on me or I'm being judged, but to be back in that building and watching the pulpit and knowing the study is right there and there's the baptism that i had to cross when i left the study and you know going in the bathroom like there's memories literally in every spot of that church and i try i've been a couple times and i've tried going a couple times and what's hard for me is that's the church that i grew up in so that was my second home for most of my life so to go back there even though things are different it's still very much the same in the the physical building yes. like the paint color can change but the situation still happens so and i'm i know that every victim or survivor handles things different and some get triggered very easy and i almost feel like in certain ways i'm kind of numb to it and i never want to i never want someone to think that it doesn't bother me but Even though I just came forward last year, I've also been dealing with this for 12 years now. So I've had time to process things. So you do become a little more numb to certain things. But yes, going back to Calvary, unfortunately, it does. I mean, I love the people there still and whatever, but it's hard to not sit there and think about all those things while I'm trying to just be present. It's, It's pretty much impossible.
0: I can only imagine what that, what that would feel like when um, I haven't had that kind of situation, but there are definitely churches that I go to and I, it doesn't work out for, I can't stick around long, so I can only imagine what that's like for you. Uh, I do want to read what Margaret said. It's sad because most of the times victims don't uh, speak because they are scared. Uh, also they can be feeling shame, uh, a lot of different layers involved and, I don't know if you want to say anything to that sir you don't have to but um
1: no i totally agree because even though like during the time so when you're 16 years old you want to think that you're this 30 year old person like right. you feel older you feel like whatever and in my mind at that time i knew what i was doing mm-hmm. and i at that time was so groomed i truly thought that i loved him yeah and he was you know the first person that i said i love you too and i'm sharing all these things with so there was a huge layer of shame in the fact that like i knew what i was doing and i still did it like i'm disgusting and you feel dirty and i even told him that many times that i felt dirty so i totally understand the shame and i think that's also something that i just kind of i don't want to say i grew out of but i became stronger than the shame to realize no you're still a child sarah yep. you you were groomed grooming is a thing and i don't want to appear weak like oh you know he he whatever but he did like that's just he is a predator and yep. so i totally get the shame and why people wait so long and that's what also irritates me when people well, why did you wait so long will you be in that situation right tell me how you're able to handle it so right everyone handles different
0: I like that phrase that you said, stronger than the shame. I really love that. That's awesome. It's very, you know, it's very telling as far as like your story and everything you've gone through. I, I would, I don't want to identify you as that, as you identify yourself however you want, but I like that for you. I think that's terrific. Um, my dad popped in. I was like reading my dad's comments, but my dad popped in and said something about, and he's, he's right. Like the comparison to you and Potiphar's wife, I understand as far as it not being correct or right or remotely Again, true at all, but she was looked at as a temptress. But even in that situation, nothing happened. So even trying to make that comparison still falls flat because, because again, what what my dad's saying is the presence of God. Like this, not you can't you can't equate even if you want to equate the two. You that connection still doesn't quite work right. because nothing actually happened. So I don't, I don't know if mm-hmm. I was going to read that. Um, uh, River said that should be the title of your book stronger than the shame you make your own decisions on your book title it's a good one
1: i'm still an open book like even after you know this live ends and we're done like i still am always willing to answer questions um as much as i can granted like it all depends on how i'm being asked i'm not saying that you have to like kiss up to me but if you come at me (laughs) with a nasty attitude like the other day like i had a woman Oh well if that's the case then why did you wait? And I was like I'm not going to answer I don't owe you an answer. Nope. But to people that are genuinely curious about different aspects of it or whatever I am I am completely transparent and I will literally tell you anything that I am allowed to tell you. So I'm not trying to okay. be vague or keep things so if, if people have questions I'll totally still answer.
0: That's awesome. And I I'm not I don't want to blow you up if people hit up your personal profile but if someone Asks a question for you to the podcast, I'll try to be the mediator there and send that to you. I'm not saying that you guys must go through me. I don't. Who cares? But like, <laughs> if you guys have a question and you're not sure yeah. to find Sarah or you don't want to blow her up, it's more than fine for you to, to message us here uh, at the podcast and we'll get that to you. Um, I think Bethany was making a statement. Uh, she says, "I don't know about you. Every time I speak about my experience, I feel more empowered. For a long time, it felt like my abuser had control, but when I speak the truth about what happens." I feel like, excuse me, I feel like I gain a little more control every time. Is that something, Sarah, you can kind of identify yeah. with?
1: Yeah, I feel like with like every stage of this whole situation, you you get a little bit stronger. Like the day that I walked into Baltimore County Police Station mm-hmm. and was able to tell someone to write the report, you gain a level of empowerment. The day that I made the post and was able to publicly say it out there, like this is what happened to me, you feel a little bit more powerful so absolutely i i truly think that talking and getting out your feelings and your thoughts is huge um a huge part of therapy
0: sure yeah i agree and i'm thrilled i didn't we hadn't talked about this that much prior but i'm thrilled to, to know or to find out mm-hmm. you you know that you're in therapy or i don't know if i'm supposed to say that
1: <laughs> but yeah that, no.
0: that you're in therapy that you're talking to someone because that yeah. Again, not from the same situation, but I've been doing it for about shoot probably a year and a half, and it's been very, very helpful. So um, I, I recommend it to everyone. I, people that I was actually made, met a friend of the store the other day, and they mentioned therapy, and I said I recommend it to everyone. Like every person, I mean, you should be in therapy. You should, I'm not saying we're all crazy, but like I think everyone should try therapy. But
1: it's not. It doesn't make someone weak, and it's not like Please. running for a pill. And I'm not saying pills are bad. I've been on medicine sure. before. But it's not like running for a quick fix. If anything, I feel like therapy is the harder route because you're forced to be vulnerable and open up and discuss what you're feeling and what you're thinking. So, I mean, I've even had some family that unfortunately didn't agree with me going to therapy. Well, sure. nothing good will come from that. Actually, all good things come from that. Yes. And it's how you do the therapy. If you put in the work and you yeah. try and make a change, like, you're, yes you're talking about some bad things but it's getting through them it's finding mm-hmm. finding helpful ways to get through things and work through things so i am I am 100 percent a therapy person awesome
0: <laughs> and I would say um I would definitely speak to that a couple things like like what you said like the application is key you can't it's it's not unlike anything else you do whether you' are aware of, you know with fitness but like you've got to have actions behind all the the talk and all the ideas there's that. But also the one thing I did want to say, and I've heard it before and I got lucky. My first therapist was a good one, but anyone that's thinking about ser- therapy or might be seeking it right now, it's okay to bounce around the first few times to different therapists. You're not always going to find the right one right out the gate. And if you go to two or three sessions and it's not not so much like they're trying to get you to do something or you're, you, you're mm-hmm. trying to rebel mm-hmm. against them, so to speak, to use the IFP terminology. Um, but like, if it's just just not jiving you guys aren't getting along it's okay to go to a different therapist just excuse me just want to throw that out there because i think it's important to
1: to yeah, i think that's a huge part of it actually working yeah. is feeling comfortable and being yeah. able to openly to reach that level of vulnerability so if you're not if you're not comfortable with the first person there's nothing wrong with that there's thousands of therapists keep, right keep going yep and i can see how it's total i mean i was worried about that like well what about i i know me and i know that if I wouldn't, I got so lucky that I love my, the first one that I saw, but <laughs> I know me. And if I wouldn't have, I probably would have been like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll go see another one. But it's, it's very important to find someone that you're comfortable talking to and that you can actually work with to work through.
0: Yes, absolutely. So. Um, I just wanted some of these comments, I feel like are empowering and you might want to speak to So someone oh. to read, even though they're not questions. Uh, Heather said, "When I speak about my situation, at times, I'm so angered that my situation was so easily swept under the rug and covered up. Um, and I'm sure that's that's an emotion that you've had to deal with. And I haven't personally had to deal with it, but I'm absolutely outraged by your by your situation and so many others that it was just it was just another day in the life, sweeping another thing under the rug, where the person you, others that this has happened to, didn't really matter about the person. It mattered about." making the scandal so to speak kind of go away
1: sweeping under the rug thing is so frustrating and i think that's i mean that was a huge part of why i put it on facebook is because i and i i just wanted to take another measure to not get it swept under the rug but um i was even not instructed but encouraged not to when i said i was about to hit post and i remember being in the office i had everything typed up Right. and i was getting ready to hit post and i was like sick to my stomach and oh, i yeah. clicked post and i just i walked out of the office and i just let it be because i unfortunately a lot of things do get swept under the rug and it's almost like a slap in the face yeah like what you said isn't important enough to do something about so we're just gonna mm-hmm. act like it didn't happen that's yeah. very frustrating but really. you just have to keep being the squeaky wheel and keep doing something until something yes. changes
0: yes asks do you ever feel like those who are shaming you are people who may be projecting their own pain from abuse the IFB is famous for twisting pseudotherapy within their dogma ooh big words Jeannie I'm not ready for all that uh, to help people to tell people they will be healed seeing you being strong and finding healing outside the IFB may invalidate their years of submission to the IFB creating the cognitive dissonance that brings them to attack so I guess the question there is do you feel like people who are kind of coming at you or you know saying the silly things as far as like oh your before and after pics mean that you're a bad person like do you feel like they're projecting and all is that something that you know due to their own shame is that do you again we're not here right. to condemn right. anyone but you know
1: yeah no I could totally see that that it's almost like you're like even with the therapy like people that put you down for going to therapy mm-hmm. Is it because you don't want to face your own demons and your own things? Like, sure. I feel like it's you're very quick to put someone down for something that maybe you feel like you don't have subconsciously, don't have the strength to do yourself. Right. So, I I can totally see that that is a reason for people doing that. A couple can people are help?
0: asking how to help or how can they help see justice in the situation
1: so i i mean i feel like everybody is already helping tremendously like the support is just huge um i think i think it's a far bigger problem than just cameron like i i'm not like it's not like let's say june 1st cameron has to register as a sex offender i'm not stopping there i'm not going to continue to beat that horse but at the same time i'm going to continue to raise awareness like this goes far beyond my situation so i would think that like how to help would just be to continue to be supporting to victims and advocates for people who um have been through similar situations so i mean it kind of reminds me of rachel peach who is a victim yes of victor's and I mean, the fact that she literally is screaming from the mountaintops for every victim she meets, I think that's huge. And so I think that's how people can help is just to continue to be a voice and help give victims a voice and just encouraging them because you don't know when they're having a bad day and they've read a really nasty comment and are questioning coming forward. So the support is just
0: huge. So I'm reading more that's coming in. So raising awareness, I know that. I'll just speak to that briefly because there's a lot of things that myself, my good friend Josh Owens are trying to raise awareness for. So raising awareness is a nice, easy, broad... And I'm not saying this to you, Sarah. I'm saying this to the people kind of asking the question here. Raising awareness is a nice, easy, broad term to use, but brass mm-hmm. tacks, getting down to it, how can you help? John John brought up a good point. News, media, petitions. Do what you can, whether it's going, going to Sarah's profile, looking at her posts, showing her some love, and, and, and I'm not trying to just build you up don't get get that wrong but like um going and showing her love where others aren't doing that that's a huge help i think but also you know when it comes to specifically what we're dealing with right now as far as these guys trying to start a bible college in what i would call bfe uh and that's the best way for them to do it because they're in the middle of nowhere um them trying to start a bible college Go, yeah, reach out to the local news if you're in Florida or if you know people in Florida or if you just want to do some of your own research, find news stations in Jacksonville and give them links to the legitimate articles that are telling people who Cameron really is, who Greg really is, who Tom really is, who Upgrade Senior really is, and what's really going on in Jacksonville, Florida. Like, if you want to put feet to it, I've I've made a career out of trying to figure out how social media works and how... You know to digitally help people or help myself there's so much you can do on digital so whether it's just showing love on a post or whether it's going you know digging up the information um yeah and John. even sharing
1: stuff like so yep. just because let's say i'm friends with you on facebook well you could have 500 friends that i'm never going to have access to so if something is shared about these men or this college or things that they're doing Like getting the word out there, like a simple share is going to reach so many more eyes than I can do myself. I can only scream as loud as I can Mm -hmm. without the help of other people. So getting the word out there, and there is actually a news station in Florida that contacted me yesterday that I'm supposed to be doing an interview with. So that hopefully will we'll get that. But yeah, like you said, like and I think social media is huge like I know there's a lot of people who don't like social media and there is negative (laughs) on social media yeah but I think that's a huge way to get word out there so the fact that they're sharing their college on social media if we keep getting out there who these men are and what they've done and what they're capable of getting it into the ears of someone that may not know Uh,
0: John said in Utah the news stations eat up stories like this uh, for the LDS Church unfortunately I don't know how big in that part of Florida, the IFB is, but yeah, let's be real. Like the news, (laughs) when's the last time you turned on the, on the news and saw something positive. (laughs) So again, not funny. I know I keep chuckling, but this is something the news stations want to know about whether it's via social media for them to share on their social media or giving them a video of you talking about whatever it is, or just linking up, Information that's going to be helpful to them in tracking down the actual truth of what's going on. So, Janine is serious. All right, Janine, we'll we'll talk for sure. Um, But yeah, tracking down that information, sharing it with local news. And we don't, I'm not trying to be dismissive of what's going on here with Cameron and then here with Sarah, but like whatever situation you know of, this is applicable across the board. So, if you know of something in your hometown, uh, if, excuse me, if you know of something in a different town and you're trying to, excuse me get that information out news media is a great way to do it and they they know what the news knows how to vet their sources so if you're sending them right. a legitimate link if you're if you can prove to them that you're a legitimate source there's not going to be a question I mean they're going to go through some vetting but there's not going to be a question of oh well you're not legitimate like you're used to dealing with inside the ifB which because you wear pants or you have a drink a time or two and you post about it on Facebook therefore you're illegitimate no, that's not that's not the case with news media. They okay. just don't know. Can we trust you? Okay, cool. We're gonna run with this story. Uh, River said. My question still is, how is Cameron going to run a college from jail? Does he think this is over? I, I mean, Sarah, I, I would love you to speak well, to that. I think. He I definitely- mean,
1: ideally, that there's not gonna be a college. Right.
0: That's our. Goal. Um, that's a so. Lot of- right.
1: We have until fall of twenty twenty before mm-hmm. they open those doors to that awful place. So, I mean, I really do think that i mean i think it's possible to stop it so yeah. i um i don't want to put a, a limit on that like i totally think that this can be stopped and mm-hmm. I, I mean i'm watching while they're saying that they're support and he's posting that he's getting all these emails of parents that are i totally think that that's bogus and he's trying to convince himself more than us but i'm seeing a lot of people like who do you think you are who's actually going to go there and even people that are still very involved in the Baptist faith. So yeah. the goal is that there is no college and they never open those doors.
0: I will say one thing, just cause I do social media for a living. This isn't about me. I'm just, I want to help educate you guys a little bit. You may know, you may not. Once you take action on a page, that page can then a, a page like there, I don't know what it's north. Is it North Florida Baptist church? Whatever the page is, once you take action on a Facebook page, you write a review, you leave a comment, you like any kind of action, they can then block you from that page. So I'm not telling you by all means, flood them, make some fake bogus accounts or whatever and let them know how you really feel. I just want you guys to be aware and understand that once you take an action on their page, that's when you can be blocked. Uh, in fact, you can be blocked. I was blocked from North Valley because people kept tagging me. I never, I never commented or said a single thing or liked any post or disliked any posts, but it can being tagged there. So just just know that that is not in any way, shape, or form to discourage you from taking action on their ridiculous Facebook page. But just know that once you take that action, expect to be blocked if you're saying something to the effect of these guys, these guys are perverts and we can't trust them. If you're saying something And
1: they'll probably delete it anyway. Say that said again. And they'll probably delete it anyway. So I feel okay. like almost the best way to do it while like, yeah, let's still try and put it on their page mm. is maybe sharing the page on your own with a comment to get eyes in there. Like I'm blocked from every single thing they do before <laughs> I even get a chance to get to it. I didn't even know that they had a Facebook page. I went to look it up. It's not there. Didn't right. know they had a Twitter token and says something went there. Oh, you're blocked. Surprise, surprise. So I can't even get to it. But I could take screenshots, I can do whatever and I can get it to people so they're still seeing this is a thing and yep. this is what you need to know about it. So just because you can't post to their page, still put the word out there.
0: And I just to go a little bit deeper on that, if you're going to share it to your personal page uh, and talk about it, We want to get more more eyes on it, but I would advise making it a post, a private post, just to your friends, not a public post. Because a public post, they can have more control over and or block you. So if you make it a private post, like for instance, if you share anything from Not Your Mother's Podcast and you have a normal private profile and you don't make it a public post, I can't see it. So that's something to keep in mind as well. If you're going to share it, make it a private post. While it may not get as many eyes as a public post, it also won't get their eyes. It'll go further with your friends and it'll stay active on your profile instead of getting deleted by them.